but it is so good. I don't even want to spoil it for anyone, but if you didn't go see it in theaters, I genuinely feel so sorry for you, but go watch it on the Apple TV if you can. Bro, how are you going to spoil it? He's dead. Oh? <laughs> um. Anyways... everyone and welcome back to Ask Alice. I'm your host Beth Wheeler and we're back with another episode. I'm joined today by two guests, your editor-in-chief Jen Bowman and our features editor Caroline Carr. Hi guys, how's it going? Hello. If you guys want to introduce yourselves again really quick, if you didn't listen to the first episode by the way, make sure to go listen to that because we give you guys a more in-depth introduction into the magazine and who our editor-in-chief and our digital editor are. Jen? Hi, guys. My name is Jen Bowman. I'm the editor-in-chief of Alice this year. And everybody better go listen to the first episode or else I'll cry. Caroline. Okay. Hi. My name is Caroline Carr, and I'm the features editor. And I'm and excited to be here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and I'm Beth Wheeler, again, your host, and I'm also the marketing editor. Okay. So I thought a cute idea would be for us to do the highlights and lowlights of each week starting this week. So to break the ice, Jen, if you want to go first with your highlight and low light of the week. My low light of the week was moving back into my apartment because I hate unpacking everything. But my highlight of the week is that I'm finally done unpacking. So I get that. I did that last week. Caroline. Okay. My low light of the week is I have been moving all week. So that is the worst, as you all know. Um, but my highlight of the week is I've been playing a lot of pickleball this summer. I don't know if y'all know anything about that, but it's like my new favorite sport. And I won my game yesterday, which was really fun. So. Oh my gosh. Maybe She's we should an start athlete. a that's what I'm saying. Maybe we should start an Alice Rec League. Oh, maybe. Um, my low light of the week is that on the way here I got drenched by Tuscaloosa's monsoon that it released on me which is very small of a low light so I'm glad that's the only thing I have to really complain about and my highlight of the week is that my summer classes ended and I got all A's a little brainiac go fast so another icebreaker I wanted to do before we get started with our topic of the week is talking about one product that we're loving right now I'll start my favorite product right now is the Apple TV, and it's solely because I was able to buy the new Elvis movie on it last night and rewatch it for the second time, and it's so good. I love that movie. Go watch it if you haven't. Every time I look at Beth's social media, she's watching the Elvis movie. Like, no lie. It's up on her Snapchat story, her Instagram story. She's posting an edit of it. Is it really that good? It's really that good. I don't know that I'm going to put it on my top five list of all time. I might, actually. But it is so good. I don't even want to spoil it for anyone. But if you didn't go see it in theaters, I genuinely feel so sorry for you. But go watch it on the Apple TV if you can. Bro, how are you going to spoil it? He's dead. Oh? <laughs> um. Anyways, I don't want to spoil, like, I don't know. He dies I don't at the know. End. Elvis is dead at the end. That's the spoiler. There was a lot, though, in the movie that I didn't know about him. That really surprised me. So I'll leave that stuff for everyone, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, Jen, what is your product? 
My product of the week is ChapStick. I bought this new ChapStick EOS. Brandon, of course, love her. I was always the little roller ball egg-shaped girly in middle school and high school. Um, but I bought a new one because my other one melted in my car and it got everywhere. But um, I've been using Old Reliable lately, you know? Caroline? Okay, my product of the week is my new Hoka's. I got them for my birthday, which was last week, so they're brand new, and I love them. They're so comfortable, and they're super cute, this, like, pastel yellow, and I was really excited about the yellow, but I got a little nervous when I pulled them out of the box because I was a little afraid that I would look like Mickey Mouse, you know, with his giant yellow shoes, but it's okay. My friends and everyone have reassured me that I do not, in fact, look like Mickey Mouse, so... Walt Disney's getting none of my royalties this evening. I think they're very cute. I love the yellow. The Hoka's that I have, I second her, by the way. They're the best shoes on planet Earth. But mine are bright purple and pink. And I've had them for a few years. And I'm like, I'm starting to look like a child. But I also don't care. Because, like, you know, if people want to complain, they can buy me new shoes. That is a very good point. I like them. I don't think they're not giving me Mickey Mouse vibes. They're very yeah, cute. I think they're very cute. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because I really, I'm serious. I was worried. I walked around for like an hour or so going, mm, should I switch these? But no, I decided to stick it out because I love the color yellow. So, Gotcha. Well, I guess we'll get into what we're going to talk about today. So for this episode, as you guys know, school starts back next week. As you guys know, some people might have already started, but the University of Alabama starts next week on Wednesday, I believe. So we just wanted to go over a few back-to-school tips to kind of kick this off. Um, I feel equipped as a senior to give some really good advice. I know when I was coming into college, I was watching every single YouTube video I possibly could to try to figure out how to navigate this and not feel, like, outcasted, I guess. But, yeah. I needed Bethany Moda when I came to college, and she was not there for me. I had her for middle school, so start of high school, and she was not there for college. So I was very underprepared. You know? Yeah. I had Brooke Michio on YouTube. She went to UGA, but I watched her videos religiously, and I still watch her videos. And they have a podcast now called Gals in the Go, and I still listen to that to this day. So... So we polled people on our Instagram story, which make sure to follow us on all social medias at Alice the Mag. But we polled and asked, wanted to see if anyone had any questions for us. And I'm going to read some of them off and we're going to answer. My best advice for as a senior in college would definitely be to push yourself out of your comfort zone and take your cool cap off, as we say in my college for student leadership. Um, definitely being 14 hours away from home is so hard. And there were so many nights that I was like, I don't want to go out and get pizza with anyone, or I don't want to go to this university programs event. Like, I just want to stay in my room and kind of sulk. Like I miss everybody, but instead I went to them and I made so many friends and I got to know so, so many people and I actually got to know campus so much better. So push yourself out of your comfort zone. You'll never know where you'll end up in like three to four years if you do that. I agree with that. I feel like now looking back, we kind of like regressed in our maturity. Like we got more wise and more mature, but I feel like now as a senior, like when I came in freshman year, I was just like, oh, like I'm too cool to do this. This is like for losers, blah, blah, blah. And then I get older and I feel like we're more childish to like as we get older because we just learn like if you're going to have fun, you have to let your pride go in college. So my biggest piece of advice is to know the difference between 
your fun friends and your good friends in college, it's really easy to get mixed up with friends that you like going out with and like having fun with, but they don't always have your best interest in mind. And just because they're a fun person to hang out with doesn't mean that you should trust them with your entire life. So it took me a long time to figure that one out, but you have to really be able to divide up like, do these people match my morals? Do they match like my values or are they just fun to hang out with? And it's okay to have both. It's okay to have the friends that you'll go to when you like need a shoulder to cry on and then have friends that maybe you don't share all of your deep, dark secrets with, but you still go out and have fun with. So that's my piece of advice. But we'll let Caroline go. She's not a senior. She's a rising sophomore. So she has a little bit more fresh advice for people coming in. Fresh advice or worse advice, we'll see. But um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, my advice would be you're always going to want to carry an umbrella with you because I cannot tell you how many times, like one of those little Target sales, little cheapy, maybe 5 or $10 ones that you can put in like the you know bottle holder in the side of your backpack. And I cannot tell you how many times, like with these pop-up storms in Alabama, you know, I like got such good use of that. Or if I didn't have it, I would be completely soaked through. And I think Beth knows a little something about that today. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. Yeah, I got soaked on the way here because I decided to take my umbrella out of the car. But yeah, especially if you were going to the University of Alabama. Um, if you've been here a few years, you know this. But the weather here is insane. We have tornadoes left and right. It just starts raining at random times. And our campus is very, very, very spread out. So there's not many places to just take shelter immediately if you need. So just be aware that you should probably bring protection from the weather at all times. Now that we've given our advice, we're going to answer some of you guys' questions. We put up a poll on Instagram and we're going to do this before every episode. So make sure to ask your questions there. But we pulled a few for today that we're going to answer. Jen, if you want to start with the first one. I can do that. Make sure to follow us on socials at Alice the Mag and also to check out our website too, alice.ua.edu. But without further ado, I'll get right into it. So our first question is, what's the best place to eat on the University of Alabama's campus? And I can answer this because I've been asked this today already. I will say the La Mexicana food truck that is always hanging around or was hanging around at Old Tutwiler. It is probably the best food on campus besides like dining hall food. Um, when if dining hall food is free, it's good. I don't care what you say. It's delicious. Um, but they ex accept Bama Cash, dining dollars. It's authentic Mexican food. The ladies that work in it are so sweet. They called me sweetheart the one day. I wanted to cry. It's like the best experience and the best food ever. I agree. It is very good. They took a lot of my dining dollars freshman year because they parked outside of Prez and I would just go get queso all the time. If you need a more safe bet, I would say that the best place to go Probably we have a Chick-fil-A, which is a little basic, but if you're someone that's really picky, like it's the ultimate go-to. It's so easy to get to. It's in the center of campus and I eat there all the time. That Chick-fil-A is so busy though. Well, and you need a little safe bet to get to. And the food trucks are not always open. And like I said, our campus is so spread out. So if it's on the opposite side, it's kind of like, Ugh. but food truck wise, Cheese Louise is really good too. <gasps> Jeez, Louise. Let me yeah. tell you something. <laughs> I was so scared of gaining the freshman 15 and I was like, I'm not going to gain it. I'm not going to gain it. And then I found Cheese Louise. It was outside the building that I had my computer science class in every day, like clockwork. I got a, or a Cheese Louise sandwich every day and I would get the cookie monster every day. Freshman 15 came real quick. 
Yeah, I used to go to Cheeselby's outside of Lloyd Hall when I got done with one of my, like, freshman compass classes. And they have, like, a buffalo chicken one that is so good. But I had to stop eating there all the time because I was like, I'm going to gain so much weight. But anyways, Caroline, do you have any favorite places? Okay, um, if we're sticking to food trucks, I like the juice bar one because I like to walk around. I like to be one of those, like, you know, I'm a little hot girl walk, my little hot girl smoothie. I think that is just the cutest thing. I love doing that. Um, as for actual food, though, I'd say I'd agree with Beth. I'd say Chick-fil-A is always, like, a safe bet. And I like the one in Lloyd, too, because you can just go in and grab it and you don't have to, like, wait around. So, yeah, that would that would be my favorites. I know Jen remembers this, but do you remember the um, Joyful Java food truck? That was my favorite. And then they left. RIP. I will never. I think about Joyful Java every single day. Joyful Java, if you are listening to this, please come back. I will work. I will. We miss you so much. I miss it that much. I used to go there every morning in front of Reese Pfeiffer to get my coffee and then go to my design class. That's like everyone that like has graduated already but they're always like i miss the joyful java truck so bad i'm like what like what was that i never experienced it because i didn't have any 8 a.m classes at reese pfeiffer rip now wait which dining hall is the best i personally i think it's fresh foods but i did hear someone advocate for lakeside today and the reason they said that is because fresh foods is either a hit or it's mid whereas lakeside is always mid yeah okay i have to All right, let me elaborate on this one. So Lakeside was only good if you went to late night Lakeside when they had like the breakfast food or if you went to Sola, which was like a little Alabama version of Chipotle. And it was so extremely good. I don't know if it's still in there. I don't think it is. Oh, it is. Okay. Um, Lakeside is the best if you go to late night or if you go to Sola. Fresh foods is very hit or miss. It's either extremely good or it's really, really bad. I heard people say that Burke, like, Dining Hall was the best. Uh Uh-uh. A a veteran of (laughs) Burke Dining Hall because I used to live there. It is so – it's just not good. It's, like, average food. It was just good because it was convenient. Now, Mary Burke, Mary B's or whatever, the little gas station-like thing that's right next to the Dining Hall, I would literally give my left – limb to live at Burke just so I could go to Mary B's on Saturday mornings get the egg cheese and um, sausage croissant the people in there were always so friendly get a little orange juice to go you could use dining or you could use your swipes on it you could use dining dollars best food in the game I think I hear an Alice food tour coming in the future we should just try every dining hall and then let them know but anyways do we have another question? How are we going to get in? Who's going to buy a meal plan? Oh, I'll buy one. The best food. I'm going to put this. I forgot until right now. The wit. The wit between Prez 1 and Prez That's 2. That's not a dining hall. To me, it is. To me, it is. The chicken bacon ranch and the mac and cheese before they came out with the new mac and cheese. So good. Literally so good. Okay. I'm done. Oh, I'm sorry. Done Caroline, what is your favorite dining hall? We've been talking way too much. We need to let Caroline say her piece. No, y'all are good. Okay. So I did not live on campus as a freshman, so I don't have a lot of experience with the dining halls, but I will say I've been to Fresh Foods the most and I've been to Lakeside a few times, but Fresh Foods is consistently, I would say better than Lakeside, but I don't know. Once again, my opinion is completely unreliable, but 
just if you're asking me, um, fresh foods, probably. All right. Our next question is, what is your favorite thing about going to the University of Alabama? Okay. Um, I'm actually from Tuscaloosa, so I have a lot of favorite things about the University of Alabama or I wouldn't be here. So um, one of my favorite things is that I'm close to family personally, which is really fun. But also if you're just talking on like a, like a larger scale, I would say, I don't know, I'm a warm weather gal. And so I, I love it being warm until, you know, late October. That is, that's really nice for me. I get sad when it's cold. So probably the weather, even though it's nuts. I think that's one of my least favorite things. I'm from Alabama too, but I'm like over the heat, but teaches their own, I guess. But that's one of the things I don't like is the weather here, but I'll take it for the rest of the advantages I have. My favorite thing, probably just like the sense of unity here. I toured a lot of colleges and I didn't like click with any of them because I didn't feel like this unified like student body I just didn't feel this sense of like family and like pride and coming here I don't know if it's because of football I'm not gonna say football because that's so cliche but I feel like I loved it here so much because everyone just feels like they love each other and like it's just a huge family like there's thousands of people on campus but it feels like you just have a family here like you're not just going to school no, I, I definitely agree. I would definitely say the sense of community I've created here. Also that like all of the staff, I feel like wants you to succeed. Like there is not a single person I feel like, well, staff wise on this campus that like does not want to see you succeed, get that job, get that internship, become a leader in your school to pass that test, ace that essay. They're all so willing to help. And I truthfully was really scared coming into college that like my professors would be how they are in the movies where it's just like sit down and like shut up basically. Whereas like I go to some of my professors and I'll be like, hey, like what's your coffee order or something like that? Like we talk about the most random things, but I can tell that they care about me as an individual, not just a student. That's That's something else. I said this the other day on my social media, but this past summer semester actually reminded me of this. So a lot of the professors I've had have not like given book work and like pushed information on us. I mean, like, this is right. This is wrong. Like my past professor in a green politics class, like did a really good job at presenting like all these facts in front of us and giving us all these readings. And he was like, I want you to explore your own ideas. And I really like that about all of my UA professors as they really just let you kind of navigate your own like thoughts on certain topics and they let you kind of figure it out for yourself. So you're not feeling like you're just pushed one way or the other. And I just really enjoyed how he kind of pushed us to critically think and like to kind of just come up with our own opinions on things and be able to think for ourselves. Our next question. Also, my mom just texted me big T out of uh, at home. I'm not going to read it, but I'll read it after. It sounded pretty, pretty big. Okay. Our next question is, what are some good study habits I can use this semester? Now, let me say one thing. Studying varies by what classes you're taking, as well as what major you are. Because personally, as a public relations major, when I took my intro to public speaking class, I don't really need to study for that. I need to memorize my speech, and I need to um, take good notes for the little quizzes I had to take. However, when I took my science class, I rewrote my notes three times each chapter to actually put it into my brain. So with that being said, the best advice I have for studying is 
to take handwritten notes and then upload them to your computer, like type them into your like Microsoft Word, Google Docs, whatever, after you're done taking the notes. And also to sit up front and ask your teachers if you need help because they are there to help you, not to watch you fail. My thing, I agree with that because in high school, I had a professor that made us rewrite things eight times and I thought it was so tedious and annoying. But now that I'm in college, the best way that I get information ingrained in my brain is to rewrite my notes. Like even, and obviously like once you get into college, like it's not as easy to take really detailed notes in class because they move extremely fast. So it's best to, you know, type things, record them and then go back and rewrite. And that just really helps you like nail it into the coffin. But my other thing is I've been many majors as I talked about in the past. So for my criminal justice major, that's the way that I study was just rewriting things. And also if you're rewriting things and it's still not making sense, teach it to someone else. When you like come up with it in your own words and you teach it to someone else, you really like nail it in. And also I was an interior design major and we don't really have tests. So we have just assignments and like projects that are due. My biggest advice with getting those things done is to do them before the weekend. Some things are assigned over the weekend, but if you can do them before Friday, try to knock everything out before Friday. And then over the weekend, like you don't have anything to worry about. You can let the information sit in your brain and then start fresh Monday. Trying to cram everything on a Sunday is just useless because even if you get the work done, like you're just trash can learning it. So that's my biggest advice is get things done right when you're assigned them and try to get them done before the weekend and rewrite your notes or teach them to someone else. Okay, my best advice that I think so as someone who's only done two semesters of college so far, I think my best advice for at least your bigger classes or your some of your beginning classes is just like show up, you know, because you don't realize how many people coming in, or at least I didn't, coming into some of these gigantic freshman classes just like don't come to class. And that was just mind blowing to me because I'm just not that type of person. But um, so I think um, just showing up, number one, is huge because it just allows you to just be in the environment where this material is being taught, even if you're not even, you know, paying the best attention you can or taking the best notes, like you're still there. And that's 100% of the time beating someone who didn't even show up that day, you know, so and it's not about beating people, but you know what I mean. And number two, like showing up, like the professor will recognize your face. And if you're struggling, he will be he or she would be so much more willing to help you if they recognize that she's there, you know, however many times the class is like, you're always there. You're always like listening, like participating as much as you can. Like, um, like just showing up, I feel like puts you at, it's like just such an advantage, even if, even if attendance is not, you know, completely required. And obviously there are exceptions to this rule, such as, you know, intro to listening or whatever, like just don't go to that class. But I don't know if I can say that probably do go to that class. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but there are obviously exceptions to that rule when, you know, attendance is, like not completely required, but like, even if it's not like mandatory on the syllabus or whatever, like still just show up. And I think you're, you know, you're on your way to success. I have to agree with that. I, before I went into college, everyone was like, go to class, go to class, go to class. And I was like, that's such bad advice. Like I'm going to go to class. You don't realize when you don't have parents telling you to get up every morning, like it's so hard to go to class, 
But yeah, no, you need to go to class. Even if you're going and you're just zoning out, it's better that you're doing nothing in a classroom than doing nothing in your bed because a lot of teachers do take attendance. And I promise when it gets to the end of that semester and you need that extra attendance point and those attendance points are like making or breaking your grade, you're going to wish you at least went to class and did nothing. Okay, next question. This one says best between class hangout spot on campus being really honest i don't really have one for the simple fact is i'm usually on campus to do work most of the time or like if i go and sit someplace usually people recognize me so i like i don't really like relax or like be incognito i guess which i don't mind like i love saying hello to people but i'm like definitely that meme that's like don't talk to me or else i will not stop talking to you that is definitely 110% me. And if you have somewhere to be on a time crunch, don't say hi to me if you see me because I'm going to try and talk your ear off about the latest Dunkin' Donuts drop. Yeah, I don't hang on on campus. Well, okay. If there's not enough time for me to go home and come back, then I'll hang out probably at Starbucks in the Ferg because I will at least do my homework in between classes and I can't focus at home. It just doesn't. That's my other tip for college. Don't try to do your schoolwork at home. You, It just does not work out for you. You'll get so distracted. Or if you're like me, some people can do it and kudos to you, but I have to be in a different setting to like really do schoolwork. But other than that, yeah, I don't really hang out on campus that much, but I think I do it for the reason that I like to have things separate. So when I'm relaxing, I'm 100% relaxing and letting myself rest. And if I'm working, I'm 100% working. So I don't like to be in a work environment relaxing because then my brain just can't separate the two, if that makes any sense. I am one of those people that can do their homework at home and all of their work at home. But I usually just do it in my bed with Netflix on in the back. So I'll take your kudos and take it. No, I cannot do that at all. Like, uh, if I have something playing in the background, like, I can't even do music most of the time. Like, I can't even do, like, you know, the the music, maybe your teachers played it in high school. It's, like, instrumental, like, pop music or whatever. Nope, can't do that. Like, I can do, sometimes I can do, like, legitimate, like, classical music in the background. But if it's anything else, nope, like, my brain just doesn't. Or, like, or like maybe I can get it done, but it won't be as good as I want it to be, you know, because I can't be completely intentional about it. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's the best like central location, really. That's why it's the student center. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Listen. No, I agree with Caroline on the music thing. We were talking about this earlier, but I get really overstimulated really fast. So if too many things are going on at once, I just can't. I'm not a very good multitasker. I have to really go all in on one thing. So if music's playing, I'm like listening to the music. And if I'm studying, I'm studying. I can't really mix the two things. But anyway. No, I'm the same way. Like the other day I was riding in a car with somebody and they played something on their phone. Um, like while the music was playing, I was like, you have to turn that off immediately or I will have a breakdown and like have to pull over. No, like, that, bad. that irritates me so bad when I'm like listening to something and there's another noise going on in the background. Like my brain just can't like process it all. Whenever people, when I'm listening, like watching TikTok and then someone will open up TikTok on their phone and have it on full blast. I literally just want to scream at those people. I'm like, you see me here on TikTok. My volume is at an average level and you are playing it for everyone and their mother to hear right now. It's just not necessary. Yeah. It does this to me quite often. And it is, it is so, oh my God. All right. Our last question is, is a backpack necessary and what is your go-to backpack? I'm going to let Beth go because she's staring me down right now. 
Okay, guys. If you go on my TikTok, I had a TikTok blow up about this. I think I got like 30,000 views. I don't even know. I don't know if that's blowing up, but I'll take it. I'm a backpack girl to my core. I, it just, I like everything in one place. I don't like totes because I'm fishing around trying to find stuff and I don't like weight on one arm versus the other. I don't know if that's just me. Anyways, and I will swear by the North Face backpack. I have the, one second. I specifically have the Jester backpack and I've had this since elementary school. And I did this because in elementary school, like everyone had the North Face backpack and in middle school, everyone had it. Well, besides the Vera Bradley ones, but North Face, like I always saw it and I was like, okay, I'll get one. I have had the exact same backpack all 15 years of You're telling school. me right now that that is the same backpack you had in kindergarten. Well, let me elaborate. Okay. So I got this exact same Heather Gray, Jester, North Face backpack in elementary school. I had it all the way through middle school. So I graduated eighth grade. And then in ninth grade, my mom got me a brand new one. Thanks, mom. And I've had this exact same book bag. This one right here sitting next to me since ninth grade. And nothing, it is not frayed. The mesh pockets have not messed up. It has carried any and everything it has gone through rain on the way here went through rain it has been stepped on it has been dropped it has never failed me and it has fit so many things i take it on my trips i take it on planes i take it to class literally never failed me ever and i will swear by north face for the rest of my life i don't care if i look like a tourist carrying my backpack around i don't care that is very interesting because i also have a north face jester backpack mine's white though white and red um, and mine is falling apart like bad, falling apart. And I don't, I don't think I abuse her or anything like that, but it's not, it's not good. There are outliers in everything. Okay. <gasps> you win some and you lose some. For the most part, I know so many people that have had the same North Face book bag, always been a North Face, never failed them. And there's some people that have gotten North Face and it's like not worked out for them like you, but, um, you know, you win some and you lose some. Personally, I wish everyone would carry around the justice backpacks again. They, I could tell everyone's personality by the type of justice backpack they had or very Bradley backpack that they had. Um, personally, I don't like people who use tote bags because it hurts my arm just looking at them. And also, I feel like I can never find anything in a tote bag when I put stuffing in it. Like I'm carrying a tote bag around today. Couldn't find my keys for 10 minutes today because they were in the bottom of the bag. Okay, listen, I am a tote bag girly not for class though i carry around my musty dusty and crusty tote bag around everywhere everywhere i carried it through the rain today it's sitting behind jen i'm really sorry about that jen it's i know it's nasty oh, it's okay <laughs> but it's i carry it around everywhere i have a cute little scarf tied to it it's adorable i can't i carry it everywhere it, it takes everything from me i love it so much um but not for class my laptop no there's like a 100 12% chance I'm going to drop it if I have my heavy laptop in there. No. And like in my books and like they're all banging against each other. No. So a backpack for class is, I feel like, I don't want to say completely necessary because everyone's different. For me, it is necessary. And I say you need it. I like your bag, Caroline. I don't think it's musty, dusty, and gross. You're welcome. So that is all. Hopefully you guys could relate to some of our rambling and hopefully, you know, you got some good tips from all the questions that we answered. 
If you are of the University of Alabama student and you will be on campus next Thursday from 5 to 9 p.m., make sure to come and see us at Get On Board Day. We'll have a booth. We'll have a tablecloth. We'll be giving out free editions of our magazine. It'll be so much fun, and you could get a free sticker. Sign up. Come see us. Maybe even be on our socials because we'll be highlighting a few people that come to the table. We are going to be having new episodes, hopefully bi-weekly, and we're going to be posting questions on our Instagram and our socials, so make sure to be on the lookout for that at Alice the Mag on Instagram, and make sure to follow us and to leave a rating so that we know what we need to improve on, or if you just like this, it really helps boost the algorithm, and it helps us know what to do better. And I think that wraps it up for today. So make sure to come back when we have episode three going live. And I hope everyone has a really good start to the school year. And we'll be seeing you guys soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.